I think it is very important to have a shared understanding of what it means to be an American because, I mean, overall, we'll get stuff done quicker and make a difference quicker. And at the same time, we can all understand that we can be different. Welcome to the United She Stands podcast, the show that brings kindness and women into politics. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sarah. And we're two women from Ohio who have a passion for kindness, lifting others up, and making a difference. We started this journey because we were fed up with what we were seeing around us. We're here to become more educated about American politics and build a community so we can all get involved and make an impact. We hope we'll inspire and empower you along the way. Hello, party people, and welcome back to the United She Stands podcast. Today, we're going to break down a topic that may seem like a commonly understood or like an okay, yeah, duh thing. But like many other potentially commonly understood topics, we felt it deserved some attention from us and our listeners. So today we are talking about what it means to be a citizen of the United States, what it truly means to be an American. Seems like some easy questions, right? Are you ready for this? I'm proud to be American, where at least I know I'm free. Oh my gosh, Zoom just popped up and said playing music, question mark. No. <laughs> Zoom thinks I'm a good singer. I was going to say, you're so good. Zoom was confused. Uh, wow. <laughs> but I mean, to talk about American citizenship, we have to have some beer with us, right? Obviously. What are you drinking today? I'm drinking a, I already forget. I'm drinking a Grapefruit Rattler by Great Divide Brewing because I'm in Colorado right now at the Colorado. time of recording. That's so fun. Um, she left my ass in Ohio. and <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> what are you drinking back in Ohio, Sarah? <laughs> I am drinking another Humulus Nimbus from Seventh Sun. I like it. It is a very good beer. Um, I hope it never, I just hope I have an endless supply in my fridge from here on out, honestly. Um, well, you can. There's this thing called a store and you just have to buy more. Like you and Nick do with Mexican lagers. Yes. It's just, yeah, they just keep showing up. I don't know how it happens. <laughs> All right. Do you want to get into it? Let's do it. Let's do it. So as we often do, let's start with a simple definition of citizen. A citizen is a legally recognized subject or national of a state or commonwealth, either native or naturalized. Building on top of that, citizenship is the status of being a citizen. Wow. What? Straightforward. So straightforward. Crazy. Citizenship is an allegiance of a person to a state. When we say state here, we mean it as a nation or a territory considered as an organized political community under one government. That said, each state determines the conditions under which it will recognize persons as its citizens and the conditions under which that status will be withdrawn. Citizenship comes from the Latin word for city because in the earlier days of human governments, people identified themselves as belonging to cities more than countries. It's really more than merely living somewhere. If you have citizenship, you have a whole set of rights that non-citizens might not have. Usually you have citizenship in the country where you're born, but if you're an immigrant from somewhere else, you have to apply for it. Okay, so that was extremely literal, and we want to get all of that out of the way, so now we can talk about what it means to be a citizen of the United States. So there's this nice brief one-pager that we found on the official U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services website, USCIS. And we're going to summarize that for you today. 
it outlines some benefits and responsibilities of being a citizen. So starting with benefits here as defined by the USCIS, number one, voting. Only U.S. citizens can vote in federal elections. Most states also restrict the right to vote to U.S. citizens as well. Number two, bringing family members to the U.S. So this is for citizens not born in the U.S., Citizens generally get priority when petitioning to bring family members permanently to this country. Obtaining citizenship for children born abroad is another one. So in most cases, a children born abroad to a U.S. citizen is automatically a U.S. citizen. Another benefit, this one made me laugh, but is traveling with a U.S. passport. But when they explained it, I, I understood more why this is a benefit. Um, a U.S. passport allows you to get the assistance from the U.S. government when outside of the United States, if anything goes awry. Number five here for benefits is becoming eligible for federal jobs. Most jobs with government agencies require U.S. citizenship. And similarly, becoming an elected official. Many elected official positions in the country require U.S. citizenship. Lastly, of course, the benefit of sharing your patriotism. This is for those who are trying to become American citizens, truly. So becoming a citizen is a way to demonstrate your commitment to your new country. Nice. So those are the benefits of being a citizen. But we know being a citizen also comes with some responsibilities. So let's talk about those. If you're becoming a U.S. citizen, you must take the oath of allegiance. And if you were born a United States citizen, I guess it's just understood that you took that oath as you entered into the world. Sarah wrote this, LOL. (laughs) (laughs) Sarah's just picturing babies like popping out and taking an oath to America. Right? It's like the the baby pops out with its hand over its heart like <laughs> it pledge allegiance and then also i was there so i could just let you know that's not actually how babies are born but i'm glad that's what you think ashley how are babies me <laughs> <laughs> all right so back to the oath the oath includes promises such as for non-born u.s citizens to give up all prior allegiance to any other nation or sovereignty to just swear allegiance to the united states Three, to support and defend the Constitution and the laws of the U.S. Four, to serve the country when required. Five, to participate in the political process by registering and voting in elections. Six, to serve on a jury. And seven, to have tolerance for differences. The USCIS states that America becomes strong when all of its citizens respect the different opinions, cultures, ethnic groups, and religions found in this country. I thought this was interesting that they called this out. It kind of like put a smile on my face. I'm like, oh, that's cute. Love that. I also like that they call out like participating in like political process by voting, like registering and voting because it like brings me back to like, I mean, it's not like mandate. It's not a law, but you're taking an oath to do it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. So the USCIS closes out this guide by saying, we hope you become an active member of your community. It is by participating in your community that you truly become an American. Jaw drop, mic drop, day yum. No one ever told me this growing up that I had to participate in my community to be a citizen or it is a responsibility of mine. And I just love that they added this to tie everything all together. You know why you didn't know that? Why? Because you took the oath on day zero. I took the oath on the day I was born. Yeah. (laughs) that's a good point that's a good point but like at this point i am not the the best citizen not knowing all of this 
Okay, so we really covered the technicalities of being an American citizen. But when people are posed with the question, what does it mean to be a U.S. citizen, there are many different answers. That's because some of the token terms like Americanism and patriotism mean different things from person to person. As data from the spring 2020 Harvard Public Opinion Project poll shows, people across the nation approach these two terms with varying definitions and levels of support. Earlier this year, UpJourney, which is an organization that is dedicated to providing resources to improve your life in many facets, conducted 20 different interviews with a wide variety of people in terms of age, race, occupation, etc. They asked everyone what it meant to them to be American. They heard 20 different answers. Of course, 20 different people, you get 20 different answers. And some of them included a quote here, never giving up. So a little more around this from the interviewee, they said, American pioneers met tremendous obstacles as they crossed the plains and mountains of the West. They had no roads, they had few trails, and they had only crude equipment to bring their entire families over rough terrain. Entrepreneurs are the modern equivalent of these pioneers. Like those intrepid adventurers, entrepreneurs are seeking a better life. Americans don't quit when there are obstacles or challenges. And same with every true entrepreneur. We simply don't give up. Don't quit. Ever. That's quite inspiring. Another quote here, the overarching theme is having the right and freedom to choose is what it means to be American for this interviewee. They said, there isn't one America anymore, and there never was one America or one type of American. In a country of nearly 330 million people, there isn't one thread that binds us all. We celebrate different holidays, vote for different political parties, worship different gods, if any, eat different foods, and don't even agree on what to do during the national anthem. There isn't a common culture or national identity. Hot take. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So here's some more. So the next person said, to be an American is to be a trailblazer. And here's a quote from them. As an American, the opportunity for something truly spectacular is all around if we choose to make it happen. I take great pride and comfort in these thoughts. And the last one we'll talk about here is to have respect and honor for your land and those that live on it with you. And the quote from that interviewee is, it means having the freedom of expression, beliefs, and emotion. It means living the life you want to live every day, regardless of your race, religion, or gender. It is a beautiful blend of individual flair coming together to make one colorful flag of red, white, and blue. I think that was my favorite answer. That is. It's just a very optimistic answer for me. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fair. I mean, I like the optimism, but I just yeah. don't think it's everybody's reality. Oh, no. No, not at all. So what does it mean to be a U.S. citizen to you, Ash? Can you give us an idea of like maybe before getting more involved in this political educational journey and, you know, kind of what it means to you today? I feel like I should have prepped for this. I don't even know if I have like a good <laughs> I'm answer. sorry. I forgot to warn you that these questions were in here. <laughs> Pop quizzes for me going on. Um, so like, I don't know. I feel like I'm not going to answer the question, but what comes to my head is like, I was always raised to be proud to be an American. And I will just say like, I am despite everything. I really am. I think, you know, so many of these things that these interviews just said, like resonate with me. But I think for me now that we've gotten involved, what it means to be an American is to like continuously fight to be better. And I mean, that's kind of like a theme that came out in those interview questions, right? Like Mm -hmm. American exceptionalism, you know, I, I, 
I believe we should strive for that. I don't think we've hit that, but I think to be an American is to try to get there. Aw, cute. Cute. Sarah, what about you? What does it mean to be an American? Oh, I feel like I didn't really have a definition for this for myself pre getting involved, not getting involved, but just like paying more attention to politics. So I would say probably like around 2020, probably, I, I don't know. I just, I, I probably took being American. I probably took it for granted. Um, and now I think it means to me that I need to use my voice as loud as I can for what I believe in. And if that means not agreeing with some people that are close to me, or maybe like I thought we were on the same page and we're not like that. I I just have to stay true to me, no matter what others around me are thinking. Um, of course, you know, hearing them out, you know, in a respectable way, if the person is willing to sit down with me and do that. But I think being a U.S. citizen to me, present day, August 15th, 2023, it means using my voice and not being afraid to believe in what I believe in. I love that. Nice job. Thanks. Thank you. I re- I didn't prepare that. I promise. I just kind of went for it. <laughs> Sarah had a chance to write down all of her answers for this question. <laughs> all right. So it probably goes without saying that the American identity has changed over time. This is due to many societal, political, and cultural changes. For example, immigration has made American identity increasingly diverse and inclusive. Another example are civil rights and social justice movements. They have challenged traditional notions of what it means to be part of the American community. Continuous globalization has blurred the boundaries of national identity. Many people have a sense of identity that goes beyond our nation's borders. The media and pop culture like TV, movies, music, and social media also play an important role in shaping American identity because they help create and reinforce cultural norms and values. The American identity will continue to change over time as these factors are still relevant, active, and ever-changing in modern-day America. So does it bother you that there's not one shared understanding of what it means to be an American? Or do you find it liberating? Or maybe a little bit of both? I don't think we'll ever have one singular answer to the question, what does it mean to be American? But there are a few ways we can work together to get closer to a shared understanding. The first being communication and dialogue, as it's the first step in many processes. Encouraging open, honest, and respectful dialogue among diverse groups can help build greater understanding and empathy. The second here is education. Teaching the history and values of the U.S. comprehensively and inclusively helps create a more informed and engaged society. This includes teaching the good and the bad of our history. Third, diversity and inclusion. Embracing diversity and inclusion can create a more equitable society where everyone feels valued and respected. Lastly, we have civic engagement, encouraging individuals to participate in civic life through activities like voting, volunteering, and advocacy helps foster a sense of shared purpose and responsibility. So Ash, I have another pop quiz for you here. Not a quiz, just a pop reflection question. How important is it to have a shared understanding of what it means to be American in your opinion? I feel like this is like such a broad question. I feel like it just depends on the situation. And I'll maybe give an example to like elaborate on that. So, you know, when you're like, like, let's just like go basic when you're sitting there voting on a school levy to me, that's like, do we share this idea? Does our community all share this idea that like, 
we should be funding our education system. And we want, you know, we back to the American exceptionalism, maybe that's a good example. Do we believe we should be the leaders in education, the leaders in technology, the leaders in innovation? Okay. If that's like a shared common American value or part of our identity, then like, to me, that's an easy answer when that school levy comes up to vote for. Mm -hmm. So I don't think we always have to have like a shared alignment because that's why we get to like vote. You know, we get to express our opinions and like kind of shows our identity then. But I think having a shared identity can help more quickly move us in the same direction forward. Where today, where we don't, where we have this very big political divide, I would say we don't have the shared identity. There's kind of multiple spectrums, but typically, right, like a very far left, a very far right, and then some in the middle. And those two far left and far right on each side, like, we're seeing a huge divide. And so like, we can't agree on anything. I think that it does, it is a detriment to us because it just feels like we're, we spin our circles, right? Like every election cycle, it's like, who has control of the Senate? Who has control of the house? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's undo everything the last group just did instead of like making progress and continuing to move forward. And, and I'm not being like, I don't want to be super negative. Like I know we have made progress and we do move forward, but I just think it's so much slower because we're like at this big spot in American history. where like, we're the most divided we've been in you know, long time. So I think having that shared identity can be really important to making progress, but I don't think it's like necessary. Like that's part of, that's also part of being American is being allowed to have your own opinion and your own identity. So I think there's like a balance there. Yeah. I, I agree with actually like everything you just said, (laughs) but I think it is important to have a shared understanding, even if that shared understanding is we can all be very different. Yeah. You know what I mean? We can all come with our own opinions and our own ideas and our own cultural backgrounds, et cetera, et cetera. But definitely like double explanation point on your point of things getting done faster in politics with a shared understanding of what it is to be an American. We are so divided and exactly like you said, it it just makes it harder to get shit done because we're just undoing what was done before. And that just keeps going on and on and on. So I think it is very important to have a shared understanding of what it means to be an American because, I mean, overall, we'll get stuff done quicker and make a difference quicker. And at the same time, we can all understand that we can be different. All right. So in summary, there are actual definitions for being a citizen and more specifically being a citizen of the United States. A citizen is a legally recognized subject or national of a state or commonwealth, either native or naturalized. As U.S. citizens, we have an allegiance to our country and must uphold our responsibilities of being a citizen by voting, serving on juries, respecting the differences of our fellow citizens, etc. At the same time, though, everyone has their own meaning of what being a U.S. citizen means to them. To get closer to a shared understanding of being an American citizen, we must focus on open dialogue, comprehensively teaching our country's history, embracing diversity and inclusion, and being civically engaged. There you have it. We hope this episode made you think about what being a U.S. citizen means to you. We also hope it made you reflect on how well you've been living up to your civic responsibilities <clears throat> voting. Uh, feel free to share your own definition of what being an American is to you with us. We'd love to hear from you, as always. Thanks for tuning in today, and we hope you come back very, 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 very soon. Bye! See you next week. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We appreciate you more than you know. If you appreciate us and our show, please hit the follow button and share this episode with anyone you think would enjoy it. 
You can also give us a follow on Instagram to stay in the know on all things United She Stands. The link is in the show notes. We'll see you next time. And remember, we We can can make make a difference in this world. I just hate that voice. Recording in progress. Scurry. The USCIS states that America belongs. <laughs> I swear I have not been drinking yet. I just can't read. As data from the spring 2020 Harvard Public Opinion Project poll shows. I'm sorry. That's just like. That's a lot of words. <laughs> yeah. In a country of nearly 33 million people, there isn't one thread that. 330. What did I say? 33. Oh my God. I sorry. literally can't say numbers. I know. I'm sorry. So it would Wait, be. You just froze. You just froze. Sad girl jams. Sorry. That's okay. I know. <laughs> but... Poor Are you shaking your head again because I'm freezing again? No, sorry. I kept burping. I was trying to oh. <laughs> do it. Actually. <laughs> I was like burping and I was like, <laughs> I was just like, know, I'm, like sorry. <laughs> I'm like never burp. Like I'm not a burper. So when it happens, I just do. Weird I'm things. not a burper. <laughs> That's so funny. How do you let go of the gas? <laughs> Fuck me. Really? Yeah. Oh, I just, I just got a thing. Hold on. I just got a thing that says my internet's unstable.